Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Business Banger Spotlight Show right here with your girl, Lady J, on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. And of course, I have an amazing guest for you all tonight, and this will be our last guest for the year 2020. I hope that you all enjoyed your Thanksgiving holiday with family and friends. Um, But before I introduce my guests, of course, we must get the formalities out of the way. So with that being said, if this is your first time tuning in to JQLM Radio or the show, and you would like to share with family, friends, and followers on how they can tune in as well, you can let them know they can download the JQLM Radio app, or they can tune in through Alexa or through the TuneIn app. Also through the Stream Simple Radio app and so much more. To find out more ways of how you can tune in, you can visit our website and listen straight from there as well. www.egoentertainmentnet.com Also, if you miss any of your favorite shows live here on air, you can catch a lot of them on the major podcast platforms. So that includes Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, Spreaker, um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. Also, don't forget to follow, like, and share us on social media at JQLM Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also follow, like, and share Ego Entertainment at Ego Ent Net. That's short for Entertainment and Network. That's E-G-O-E-N-T-N-E-T on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Now that we have that out the way, let's introduce our guest. Our guest for tonight is none other than Patty Mara. How are you, Patty? Wonderful, Lady J. I'm excited to be on your show. Well, thank you. I'm glad to have you. So before we get into it, can you uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, what you like to do in your spare time? Sure, absolutely. So um, I'm a business coach, and um, uh, in, in these days, I think 2020 has shifted a lot of businesses, and so I'm really working with uh, businesses um uh, business reinvention uh, strategist, helping uh, companies realign. I'm based just out of Toronto, Canada, so uh, we've had snow today. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, one of my passions is horseback riding. Okay. All right. Horseback riding. I love riding horses. I've ridden horses quite a bit. Um, they can't make your legs sore, though, if you ride too long, if you're not used <laughs> to doing it. <laughs> lot all the time yeah yeah that's true um so um tell me what were you doing before you became an entrepreneur oh let's see you know what i i actually started my entrepreneurial journey in the 80s and um well i was a student at university and um uh what you know when i when i first decided to uh, as a summer job, I pitched an idea to a, a table of bankers. It was a student venture loan. And I designed and made T-shirts and then sold them on the streets of Toronto. And it, it turned out I loved the designing, the business aspect, the finding the supplier. I wasn't so much as hawking my wares on the streets of Toronto. So so that was a one-summer venture. But it started kind of started me on my path. And then... Um, I had a unique situation. When, um, another job while I was in university, I worked part-time in a bookstore, mm-hmm. and I had a really, really great manager. And the manager just, everyone was taught that 
whenever a customer came into the store, we stopped what we were doing, we said, welcome, can I help you find something? If they were looking for something, we took them to the section, put the book in their hand. If we didn't have it, we looked if we could order it in or suggest, suggest alternatives. It was very, very simple, but really strongly customer focused. And uh, we had customers on a regular basis, like pretty much every shift, you'd have someone pop their head in and say, I just want to say thank you. We've been in every store in this mall, and this is the only store that we really felt welcomed and appreciated. Mm. It was fun to work there. We had very little team t uh, turnover. We had, it was an engaging, you know, time passed by. Mm. Uh, and at the end of the year, the store had been budgeted to, uh, this was in the mid-80s, so the store had been budgeted to hit 500,000 gross revenue, and we did just over a million. So that, that kind of really started me on my path. And of course, then I, you know, when I graduated from university, there were no jobs. So I just started, you know, trying to figure out how to create a business. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And so from there, what made you want to get into entrepreneurship? It was, um, so I graduated from university in 1989. And um, it was it was the recession that was when the it was the first time that management a layer of management was being laid off. So uh, I remember the um, newspaper headline: IBM laying off middle managers for the first time in its corporate history. Uh, it was the first impact of microtechnology on on workflow and shifting around who does what work. Uh, so when I graduated, there really weren't. The, you know, the traditional, you get a job, but I grew up with you, you get a job, and they'll train you, and you grow with the company. The, the, they weren't hiring. So I, I really just started, you know, I literally fell into um, a couple of different ventures, and, um, and very quickly, it almost seemed like no matter what I did, I was being pulled to do retail training. And so that started, set me on my path. Okay. All right. And so how did you get into becoming a business coach? Uh, it really it really started off with I was uh, selling different products, trying to find a niche. And um, every like, literally three different ventures. And I very quickly, um, you know, it's like I was on stage creating training, teaching people how to do retailing connect with a customer, go beyond a sale. And so that, that just kind of started me on my path. And, um, uh, and then I you know, started working with companies to help them in their positioning. So it was a very much an organic. It wasn't that I set out to become a business coach, but it was the path that led me down. Okay. And so usually transition from a nine-to-five uh, or corporate position into entrepreneurship is very difficult. So how was that transition for you? Well, it's interesting because I didn't really have a corporate experience. I mean, I, I spent one year working in a corporation mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, that was the year that was, it was a very clear that it wasn't the right fit for me. So I haven't really, I didn't, I really kind of grew up and just found my path with being an entrepreneur. I, I will say there was a pivotal shift in 1997, I came across a coaching organization called Strategic Coach, Dan Sullivan and Bab Smith, 
And where I was really good at getting something off the ground, I could figure out how to you know, get it positioned in a marketplace. I didn't know how to build it as a business. And so that was a pivotal shift for me. And, um, and where I started being an official coach. So very quickly, having started the, been in the program, um, I was asked to facilitate in some of Dan Sullivan's workshops. And then within a couple of years, I was actually one of their coaches. So I don't, I don't know that I had positioned myself as a coach before that. Um, it was more that I was doing projects within companies to help them position and increase their customer awareness and, and retention and building the customer experience. Okay. So we all know that every entrepreneur has a has challenges along the way, many of them, especially um, when you actually go into it, you know, you decide, okay, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to work for myself. Um, and, you know, we all look at where entrepreneurs are now and, and what they make, what, what kind of clients they have, but nobody ever really talks about the challenges <laughs> that you go through and all of the many days that you decide that you're going to quit. And <laughs> so can you tell me, were there any moments like that for you? And if so, how did you get through them? Um, great question, Lady J. I would say many, 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 and over time, more. <laughs> so, you know, even you start off as an entrepreneur, Some, you know, maybe you were in a business and you learned the business and then you went out on your own. That, mm-hmm. You know, that's one path. Yeah. Um, I was trying to figure out how to be an entrepreneur. I was trying to figure out how to, how to build a business and, and, you know, who did I want to work with and what, what, what could I offer them? So... You know, there's certainly, I can remember in the early days, just the confidence, having confidence to go out and test things out and get responses and adapt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to be shot down and get up the next day and, and figure out who next am I going to am I going to talk to. But, but even this year, um, I think any time, if you want to grow, you have to be willing to step outside your comfort zone. And right. any time you do something new, it's uncomfortable and there's, you know, it, it never goes perfectly. I, um, I launched a five-day business reinvention challenge in August this year, and it's, I'm, you know, I'm good at content creation and delivery and um, engagement and, you know, shift of thinking, all of that. Excellent. Marketing, not so much. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's yeah. a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, problem is the marketing yeah. because it's 60, it's like 65% of your business. You have to do it all the time and it takes a lot of time. So a lot of them will be like, eh, nah, let me just outsource this <laughs> or, <laughs> or uh, let me figure out a, a way to get around this. So I totally understand. And, and you can outsource it. You still have to provide the direction. Right, exactly. Right, and exactly. you know, it's, it's certainly. I have found it better to listen. We are in, we are in a golden age for entrepreneurs, and I say that knowing that it's November 2020, and you know, entrepreneurs have been really blown around with the business impact of the pandemic. Although I, I think there's an opportunity in that. Still, I know that it's, it, you know, it's an absolute challenge. But and we're in a golden age for being an entrepreneur. 20 years ago, in order to start a business, you had to have office space, you had to have payroll team members, you had to have hard servers in, on premises. You had, there were all these things you had to have. Mm-hmm. 
now for a fraction of that you can get you know, virtual team, virtual resources, everything's in the cloud. You can work and, and have a, uh, an empire from an office in your home right. because everything is easily outsourced. So, so there's a certain golden age, and we still have to provide direction. Right, exactly. And I think it really depends, too, on the type of business that you have because um, I myself, while I can do a lot from home, some of my business requires me to have a brick and mortar. You know, so um, and me being a shopper, <laughs> if I'm a shopper, so if you have a retail business, because you talked a lot about being in retail and just selling. If you're in a retail business, a lot of people, um, I say like myself, people like myself, I don't want to have to wait a week or a few days if something doesn't fit. You know, and I have to send it back and then have to wait for it to come. I want to go in, be able to return it and get it right then and there or be able to try it on to make sure that it fits before I leave the store. So there are so many different ways, like you said, that you could um, that so many different uh, ways that you can operate, you know, as an entrepreneur now, because you do have the virtual option. So you can do your whole admin team virtually, you know, you don't even have to be in the same state, you know, or, or the same country. <laughs> right. So, or even now where we are on radio right now, you're in Canada and I'm over here in Indianapolis, Indiana, United States. So, I mean, you can broadcast live from anywhere on a station, you know? Um, so I think that that is, um, that is definitely key. And like you said, providing direction in marketing. And I think that's, that's a key piece, just like your administration is a key piece because that's the foundation of your business. If your administration is, you know, goes flop, that's your whole business. That's your operations, you know? So, um, totally, totally agree. And, um, I like that you, you know, we're talking about looking into different ways on how to get that stuff done because, um, again, that's a big challenge that a lot of entrepreneurs face. But you being able to actually, I'll, I'll say, for lack of a better term, falling into it by accident just because you were already teaching and things of that sort, um, would you say that that became a passion of yours, like teaching and educating in business? Yes, and, and interesting when you say that, if I look back, any different roles that I filled, whether it was a sales role, marketing role, admin role, e even within my own business, mm -hmm. I, um, I approached all of it as a coach. So um, if I'm selling, then my method to sell is actually to find out who someone is, what's important to them, what are their challenges, and coach them to a different result. Mm -hmm. okay. And if I can create a result, then they're interested in buying what I'm selling. Right. So it was interesting. It's like how I do everything is to coach. And with that, as soon as I realized that, then it was completely shifting the positioning. Lady J, mm -hmm. you also mentioned something I think is really, really important. I love that you brought up brick and mortar. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say I'm a passionate advocate for independent businesses, mm -hmm. and most of my client base are brick and mortar. Mm -hmm. services and retail. Oh, wow. And I keep hearing that brick and mortar is dead. Like, I see in the news no. all the time. No. <laughs> no, it's not. No. I think they're more vital than ever. However, yes. every brick and mortar has to have an online presence. Yes, definitely. That is definitely key. And that's something that I teach my clients in Business Bangers. So uh, I think even now with a pandemic like this, this this helps us appreciate brick and mortar even more because being stuck in the house and just being able to shop online sucks. Okay. <laughs> and if you ask anybody, once they opened up like the different areas, 
um, for the spring and summer, everybody was out. Everybody wanted to go to a restaurant. Everybody was at malls and stuff shopping because people don't want to be at home all the time. You know, and they want to get out and about and mingle and things of that sort. They want to be able to physically touch things and interact with people. So brick and mortar definitely is not dead. And I don't think it will ever be dead just because we're human beings. So we need that, that, um, that human interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, being able to, it's one thing to be able to communicate with somebody via email you know and online versus in person especially in business I hate when I have to when I call a company and I'm constantly um getting an automated system I hate that especially when I have an issue I want to talk to a real life person and I hate when I have to put in like a problem ticket and I have to wait for somebody to call me back and if they don't then I have to keep contacting like things of that sort even with brick and mortar they have the ability to pick up a phone but at the same time you have the ability to go to a website or you know and shop if need be and just being able to have that as an option for those who maybe can't get out is definitely key as well um it gives you a wider range of i'll say shoppers or people that will come in and um and be a VIP shopper or a, a returning customer because, um, you know, some people only offer some things online and other things you can only get like in the store. So, you know, places like Walmart, for instance, you go on their on, on their website and some things you can only order online. You won't see it in the store, you know. So um, I think that's that's a very uh, great um, point that brick and mortars do need an online presence because they do. And, but I think it's very dangerous too, to be a business that is only an online business because what happens when it crashes, we saw that happen a few months ago with social media for everybody that wants to, you know, just market advertise and run their business social on social media. That's very dangerous for your business. You lose a lot of money when you do that. Well, and you don't control it. I mean, the problem with social media is, is an absolute and important component of your business but i would never build a business that relied on it entirely because you don't own the platform you're exactly it's really the rented space and they can change the rules of the game at any time exactly exactly yeah it's a great marketing tool and that's about it yeah. <laughs> so um so we're going to take a quick break when we come back we're going to Continue the conversation with Miss Patty. Um, so stick and stay. We'll be right back. You are tuned into the Business Banger Spotlight with your girl, Lady J, right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. Yeah, yeah.
Join the JQLM Radio family today. Syndicate your show or come host and produce your own show on air, live, or pre-recorded from anywhere in the world. That's not all. JQLM Radio also distributes your episodes to all major podcast platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and more. Come join this full service and support platform. Get help with sponsorships built from our current listeners from all over the world in 45 countries and growing. Gain access to promotional materials and let JQLM Radio promote you too. And be a part of our live media coverage team that covers events and hosts red carpet activities with celebrities and more. For more information or to join now, visit www.egoentertainmentnet.com or email us at jqlmradio at gmail.com. JQLM Radio, real voices, raw entertainment, and relevant topics. Track, Funk by Arulo. Get your brand or event added to the bi-monthly digital interactive Ego magazine. Your ad will include clickable buttons that lead directly to your service or product for the interactive experience of readers. Purchase a half-page ad for only $15 or a full-page ad for only $25. Ask about the yearly sponsor ad package that includes all six issues for the year. Visit www.egoentertainmentnet.com and click on Ego Magazine to secure your ad today. Track Orchestral Funky Hip Hop Beat by Glitch on soundcloud.com slash glitch. Music promoted by freestockmusic.com. And we are back. Welcome back to the Business Banger Spotlight Show with your girl, Lady J, right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. And we've been talking with Patty. Such a fun conversation. Um, (laughs) Patty, so um, before the break, you were telling us what you were doing before entrepreneurship um, and then how you got into it. So tell us what the name of your company is and what uh, services you provide. Sure. Thank you. Um, so Lady J, actually, you know, my corporate name is, is Marinette. Um, uh, saying that though, my website is pattymara.com, P-A-T-T-I-M-A-R-A.com. And I do a number of different things. I've, um, I've got a, a Facebook group, a free Facebook group that I post, uh, resources, Really, my focus is enabling business owners to understand what their business really is, not just what they sell, but the value they create, and then have the resources to really pivot and future-focus their business. Um, I've got a book. I've got a a blueprint program. And then I've worked with companies one-on-one as well. Awesome. So if you could choose just one thing, that you would say that you are the most proud of or um, I would say is your greatest accomplishment thus far overall, what would that be? Mm. Mm -hmm -hmm. Probably the biggest consulting project I did, and it was a number of years ago now, but it started me on the path of creating the uh, programs and some of the other consulting projects was a packaging company 
And uh, so they make corrugated packaging. You know, when you buy something, it's in a box. Well, they make the box. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when they approached me, their sales had been flat for a couple of years, but their profit was, you know, literally being cut in half year over year. And they were struggling. And the first thing we did was to identify really their target audience. It's not, you know, they were trying to keep their presses going versus identifying who the best fit customer base was. Mm-hmm. And then we interviewed them to find out what was most important to them. And we pivoted their business. We started positioning what they offered as a solution rather than selling corrugated boxes. Mm-hmm. The problem with, with you know, selling corrugated boxes boxes is most of their customers did a request for proposal, an RFP process, and they were being squeezed. It was bottom line dollars, not end result. So by shifting to focusing on the end result, because they had a complete integrate, they had designers, engineers, um, custom equipment, printing, the corrugated um, pack, the raw material, down to they could literally get the product from their customers and put it in the boxes and ship to the retail store. So rather than selling corrugated boxes, they really shifted to create being the retail solution. So if you wanted a product, if you came up with a new product, they were who you called because they're going to help you design the packaging to get your product seen and sold. Okay. And mm-hmm. the, first year they, the first year that shifted, they increased their revenue by 35% and they doubled their profit. And they've been on a trajectory since then that's, you know, many, many times from where they were at, at that point. And that, that, that particular point, they were stuck. Mm-hmm. It was the unstuck that had them start on a different tra- trajectory. Well, that is awesome. Very awesome. So if you, if you could choose just one thing that you could say has been your greatest challenge, what would that be and why? Um. You know, I'm going to go back to what we were talking about earlier, which is marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I include social media in that, not my talent, not really my interest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet it's an essential part of business. Right. So um, I've certainly immersed myself. I've taken copywriting courses. I've done marketing courses. I've, you know, got a lot of friends that are brilliant marketers. Um, and I've come to a place now, and, and it's still testing it's the next scale of business i have a great team member who's kind of my in-house marketing specialist and then you know lots of resources to to get to outside copywriters where we need them i have a marketing man a social media manager and um, so i found the right team members who we work well together and then still have outsized resources and support for getting direction uh, but it's still, you know, it's it's. There, I haven't unlocked the secret sauce. I would say I think we're getting better and getting better results. Um, but when you see someone that has a golden touch in marketing, it's like magic happens. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, um, can you tell people how can they sign up for your services and how can they follow you? Oh, lovely. Thank you. So um, you can certainly find me on. Instagram and Facebook and uh, LinkedIn and Twitter, you know, Patty Mara. Uh, and, and most of it's Facebook.com, Patty Mara. And I think link, Instagram is Patty.Mara. My website, again, is PattyMara.com. And it's Patty with an I because you'll get someone else with a Y. Uh, and there's a blog on my website with a lot of podcasts, soon to be adding yours, Lady J. <laughs> um, 
and and I've also written a book, and it was uh, the book is called Absolutions: Turning Your Team into Heroes and Your Customers into Raving Fans. Um, I again, if you, you reach out and and um, engage, um, we've got a free Facebook group. I'm I'm certainly accessible and available. I have a I have a mission to engage and empower a thousand plus independently owned businesses to really position for future success. To to take what we're finding out, what we're experiencing this year, and the, use the raw material. Because I actually think we're in the biggest opportunity of our lifetime as entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And it's the opportunity to, to shift out of the structure that's no longer working and position for the future. Um, and I believe it's going to be our independently owned businesses who bring our communities out of this. Um, that's interesting. Interesting. I, I think that that may very well be true. Um I don't know exactly if that includes all industries, but it definitely would, I would say it's a very large number of them. Um, but um, I, I, that's a very interesting concept. I actually agree um, with that. So with uh, your business and the success that you have accomplished, what would be uh, your top three tips that you would give to someone that is entering entrepreneurship or may find themselves frustrated with entrepreneurship and thinking about giving up, um, what advice would you give to them? Oh, I love this question. So the first thing I would do is identify who you want to work with. It all starts with, I think we, we think about our business is what we sell and, and my argument is the value create and we're looking for customer centric solutions. Mm-hmm. So you have to identify who you want to work with. And when you've identified your target audience, you enjoy working with them, they value what you do, and they're willing to pay you for that, mm-hmm. then find out what their needs are. You know, what is it applying your wisdom and experience to their needs? What, what's a solution you can create for them? So I literally it's identifying who they are, finding out what's important, and then how can you position what you offer as a solution? Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I, I love that. Um, <laughs> you know, I tell people all the time, you have to know who your audience is. Um, that's the key. Um, at least to starting anyway. And if you want to grow clientele, so, um, great advice. If you, um, had the opportunity to, um, have or work with, let's say your, dream client what would what would be your ideal client for your type of business for the thing for what you provide um my ideal client would be a successful entrepreneur who um who is proud of their team empowers and really um is appreciative has a long-term engaged team and together they're a passionate advocate for the impact they have in their community so you know, it's interesting. I work with businesses to shift and pivot, but really the best fit are people that are already successful. They have the mindset that they're already successful. They're just dealing with the challenges, the roadblocks as raw information to pivot and shift. Awesome. And is there any particular type of uh, entrepreneur um, as far as the industry goes that you work with, like, uh, do you only work with entrepreneurs in retail or, or does it matter what industry they're in? Well, I've been pulled to, I've actually worked with across all. I've worked with financial planners and veterinarians 
and manufacturers. And I spent 11 years working, working predominantly with independently owned pharmacy owners. Um, so I, I tend to be pulled to retail and service mm-hmm. brick and mortar. Um, and again, I'm a passionate advocate. I think they're the cornerstone of their community. So, um, and if they think they're plan- if they think what they sell is their business, they're being squeezed and commoditized from, you know, the big box stores or Amazon. And and I, Amazon and the big box stores can't play a va- their game if they're really set up to win. I like that. I like that. Um, so. If you were to, because um, cause we have a lot of uh, entrepreneurs that are uh, businesses that sell, you know, clothing or makeup or, you know, um, a whole bunch of different things that you could get on Amazon or, you know, order on Walmart and things of that sort. What advice would you give them to help them set themselves apart or um, I'll say appeal to individuals? Um, that will shop for those same things, but will shop with them as well or with them over Amazon or a place like Walmart? Yeah, it's a great, it's a great question. I can go back to, and as you said, Lady J, you need to know who your best fit customers are and why do they choose you? Like what is it you do that they so appreciate that they choose you? And it's a really important that I want you to consider, and this is for everyone, that your customers don't know the questions to ask to make an effective buying decision. So sometimes guiding through someone through, a customer through making a decision they're happy with at, creates a huge amount of value. So a clothing store, yeah, I, I, I'm not a great shopper. I, I don't go into the stores and know what to put on. I do best in a small boutique where I show up, tell them things that I like, and then they put together outfits for me. And I am thrilled and happy to pay for that. And, and really, in the end, it saves me money and it saves me time, even if I spend more uh, at, at, the, at the one time, mm-hmm. because I'm not going through things that don't actually fit, aren't put together, aren't coordinated for me. Mm-hmm. So if you guide me through making a decision, I'm not going to go anywhere else. Now that's awesome. That, that's a great, <laughs> a great tip. Um, I I would say um, when you look at the big companies like Walmart and Amazon, or or even uh, I'll, I'll just say for the online retail stores, one thing that Amazon does not offer. While they do have uh, Amazon Prime, you know, where you get faster delivery and things of like that sort, what they don't have is a, like a, a, a VIP kind of rewards program, you know, where you make so many purchases, you get a 15 20 $50 off your next Amazon purchase. You know, um, that's something that people would could think about I always talk about um, coming up with a customer rewards program it's it's one way to retain um, customers and have long-term customers or VIP customers Um, you know a place like Walmart they give you know they're constantly having sales like every week so that's their program (laughs) so if you are like an online retail business if you have something find that 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 niche or whatever's missing in the industry um, that you're in study the top three in your industry that's what I do um, especially when I'm you know helping someone else develop their brand or whatever you study the top three and look at their structure look at what they offer and then um, it's easy to see what's missing especially if you're going to be serving the same people or similar um, 
individuals because you'd be surprised at how many things are not incorporated in that or that somebody could make more efficient and do better so as you said you know like you're one of those people who like to go into a small boutique and tell them what you like and you know they put it together for you I mean that's a that's a business for let's say a personal shopper or a um you know, someone who doesn't like the shop, you, you, you know what you like and, and a stylist, you know, um, these are all things that, um, are needed for somebody, you know, just have to know your, your audience. So I totally agree with that. Well, and, and it, it could be even something as simple as you want to buy a, a floating shelf for your office. Mm-hmm. And unless someone's helping you, you'll probably end up with the wrong shelf. Right, right. So unless you know to ask what kind of wall do you want to put it up on, what do you want to put on it, then it has to be anchored in this way. Mm-hmm. You know, customers don't know the questions to ask. So if someone's not guiding them through, and you, this is true for you, it's commented makeup and clothing and jewelry, mm-hmm. and, but it's, you know, you know, buying a TV, you know, I don't know how to make a decision to buy a TV. And if I don't know, then the only thing I have to go on is price. Right, right, exactly. So you have to educate and ask questions and 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 build that relationship. Right, exactly. So, um if you would we're coming down to the last 5 minutes of the show. If you would um have any words of wisdom for our listeners or for any business entrepreneurs out there that may be listening, what would that be? To really I would say this has been a challenging year. And I'm an optimist, and this has been a challenging year. And I truly believe that we are in probably the greatest period of opportunity of our lifetime as entrepreneurs, because as entrepreneurs, we're used to adapting. We have to shift all the time. You know, um, crisis interrupts all patterns. So the opportunity here is, rather than holding on to how structure was last year, we need to really look at, who, who are our customers? What do we create for them? How do we deliver it? How do we make it easy? How do we make our customers' life easier? And then create that structure. It's literally creating a future focus with your business. And I say that, have grace with yourself, because this is a period of tremendous change. There's mm-hmm. you know, a health impact. There's a business impact. There's a human impact. So... While I think, I think this is a big opportunity, I think we also have to have grace with ourselves. Right, right, exactly. Well, um, Patty, I want to thank you so much for being my guest on tonight. You did an amazing job, and this interview was so fun. And I would love to have you back at any time. <laughs> um, that so, would be a delight, Lady J. I certainly enjoyed it. It was just a, um, what a, what, what a treat. Yeah. Being on radio, it's fantastic. So thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Um, so one last time, can you tell everyone how they can follow you and uh, tell them how they can sign up for your services? Absolutely. Go, the easiest way is go to pattymara.com, P-A-T-T-I-M-A-R-A.com, because we have all the social media icons there as well. And, uh, and please, get in touch. Any way we can help you, we're happy to. Awesome. All right, everyone, we are down to the last three minutes of the show. But before I close out, I want to remind you all to please go to www.egoentertainmentnet.com and subscribe. It's free so that you can gain full access to uh, the Ego Magazine. If you would like to be featured in the Ego Magazine or run ads for your business and have um, 
the uh, icon buttons where people can click on the pages and go directly to your service to purchase um, or see what your business is all about, then you can go on egoentertainmentnet.com, go to Ego Magazine and find out more and complete the form. Um, also, please like, follow, and share us on social media. As I said, you can follow, like, and share us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JQLM Radio. Also, Ego Entertainment at Ego at Net. And if you would like to follow, like, and share Business Bangers, you can do so at Business Bangers on Instagram and Facebook. If you would like to follow myself, Lady J, um, then you can follow me on Facebook at Lady J Brand. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at LadyJ.co. That's L-A-D-Y-J dot C-O. My website is also www.LadyJ.co. Um, and you can follow me on LinkedIn as well at Lady J. So I hope that you all enjoyed this show. Again, this is our last show for the year of 2020. And the roster is just about already full for 2020. 21 um, because we had a long wait list so I look forward to seeing you all again next year next year it'll be a little bit different we will have two seasons so the first season will be from January to March and the second season will be from uh, the last week of August into November until the middle of November so we will not be doing the show every single week throughout the whole year it will be split up into two uh, seasons. So I look forward to having you all um, join me again here. Make sure you tune in 24-7 to JQLM Radio and all the different ways that we mentioned in the beginning of the show. And remember, business bangers, stay ready, y'all. This is your girl, Lady J, signing off with the Business Banger Spotlight Show on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. Love y'all. Deuces.